0: Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets early on Wednesday morning at 6:35 uh, a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down one at 365. November soybeans up five and a half at 997. They erased some overnight losses. December Chicago wheat down one and a half at 5.36 and three quarters. December Kansas City wheat is down a quarter cent at 4.67 and three quarters. December spring wheat up three quarters of a cent at 5.25. NOPA had its August crush report out yesterday, and it was kind of disappointing. Lowest uh, soybean crush in nine months. Uh, The number came in at 165.1 million bushels. Uh, of soybeans that were crushed in August that was below the 169.5 that was expected and below the 172.8 in August. Crush margins have declined uh, amid this soybean rally, Uh, so that's a contributing factor, I'm sure. Soybean oil supplies also declined to a nine-month low. Um, domestic crush, of course, is expected to account for about half of, of total demand for U.S. soybeans this year. So we'd like to see a recovery there the next couple of months. Although if this price rally in beans continues, you could see the, the crush uh, margins uh continue to soften or remain soft, and that could be an issue. We'll see another EIA ethanol report uh later this morning. You know, weekly production of ethanol has generally stagnated here. It's running 8 to 12% below last year's pace in a given week. We've been kind of sideways here uh, for the last couple of months. Driving habits among Americans are just not where they need to be. This COVID thing has really been a big, big problem. It's estimated that we probably lost five or 600 million bushels worth of corn demand via ethanol in the old crop marketing year as a result of the virus. We may lose another 400 million plus depending on how this uh, marketing year shapes up. Winds and heavy rains have flattened a portion of the China corn crop. The latest Chinese government estimate suggests that production will fall by 10 million metric tons or about 4%. So that's the equivalent of taking, say, seven or eight bushels off of the U.S. corn yield. That's a big deal. Uh, corn futures on the uh, Dalian Commodity Exchange in China trade their highest level since 2015. Uh, interestingly enough, Chinese corn futures year to date are up 32%. Uh, Corn futures here in the U.S. are down 6% year-to-date. China's pig herd is up 31% in August versus the same period last year. So we've got a big recovery here following the uh, African swine fever epidemic that that really decimated the hog herd. Uh, that that deal began uh, back in 2018. China's pig herd had declined by as much as 41% by October of 2019, if you're to believe the government estimates. And some people believe that the declines were actually larger than that. Um, this is a positive, the fact that they're growing again is is a big positive for soybean demand, and I think we're seeing that now with all of these purchases. It's very interesting to me, the timeline here, uh, when you look at at African swine fever, compared to the trade war. Um, You could probably make the argument that the trade war and and the course of the trade war would have looked a lot different if African swine fever was never an issue. I mean, China had greatly reduced demand for soybeans uh, during this trade war period because of African swine fever. If African swine fever never happened, would China have been in the position to tariff U.S. beans or or basically stop buying U.S. beans the way that they did? Uh, that's a question that we'll never really know the answer to, I don't think. China did buy more U.S. beans yesterday. This is pretty much a daily deal at this point, 132,000 uh, metric tons. It's about 5 million bushels were reported. There were also some additional Corn and soybean sales reported to unknown destinations, so aggressive Chinese buying continues. The majority of the United States will be dry for the next two weeks. A seven day map is offering very little uh, rain for the United States, barring the East Coast and the far Southeast. Uh, the six to 10 day map offering odds of below normal rainfall and below normal temperatures. So in areas where the crops are mature enough, you'll see row crop harvest, I think, accelerate here. Uh, this could be good or bad for, for winter wheat planting, depending on the severity of the dryness of course, um, corn market itself. I mean, we had a a down day yesterday and we were able to shrug off some lows overnight. Um, so I I would still argue that we're in sort of an uptrending market. We're still kind of in bull market territory here, despite the fact that we're off of the highs by a little bit. Um, ethanol is still really a wet blanket here. If, If you had to go back And say we did 2020 over again, but COVID would never, was never an issue and it never happened. And that would be certainly be much better than what actually happened. But, uh, say that was never an issue. I think you would have seen a more normal year in the corn market relative to, to what we had seen the last, say, six or seven years. I mean, I think you probably would have seen December corn futures well above $4 at some point in time. Uh, Given that that little weather hiccup that we had uh, in early July, or maybe you would have seen something in the spring, but but I I just can't tell you enough or can't emphasize enough how big of an impact this COVID issue and the ethanol issue had on the corn market. It's it's really un- unbelievable. Soybean market, uh, again, closed lower yesterday, but shrugged off some lows overnight. Uh, more Chinese purchases. Uh, that continues to be a headline. Again, disappointing crush number. Uh, we hope that that does not continue. We need uh, this demand to continue, of course, if we want to see these higher prices continue. Uh, we got to keep an eye on the Brazil situation. Um, record crop, uh, uh, I wouldn't say it's probable, but it's it's very possible uh, depending on how weather shapes up. Fresh news in the wheat market kind of lacking. U.S. winter wheat plantings have begun. Spring wheat uh, harvest is wrapping up. France cut its output uh, forecast yesterday. Um, so the market's been kind of sideways to a little bit lower. Cattle market was mixed yesterday. We traded both sides of unchanged. We, we saw some better gains in the feeder cattle market, but uh, fat cattle kind of sideways, and uh, we've now got the spot month October futures trading well above the cash market, which was mostly at 101 last week, I believe. Stock market's higher this morning. You've got a recovery there the last couple of days after uh, what had been a fairly significant correction to the downside. Uh, the Dow Jones up about 115 points ahead of the cash open. The S&P's up U.S. dollar is down 22 points early this morning. Crude oil is up 84 cents at 39.12. Gold and silver up just a little bit. If you would like some more information, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. You can go to that website and click on Grain Marketing Plan. Uh, Check out my subscription service. It's $49 a month. For that $49 a month, you'll get my morning email. It goes out every day at 6.30 Central Time. Uh, You'll get my text message service, and you will be made aware of when and and how, and specifically, um, I'm pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. Um, It's broken down by crop year, by percentage. It's very specific. It's tracked every day. You don't need to be a futures or options trader to do it. If you're looking for something different, if you want to know what I'm doing on a daily basis, uh, check that deal out. Again, no obligation. Cancel it today time. Everyone have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.